All right, I'm finally here. The leaked phone call of Monique and Tyler Perry. I heard it, y'all. I heard it. And I know I'm late. Y'all know I live under a rock. Apparently, this phone call had been leaked years ago. But I finally got to hear it, and I am not pleased. I, I, I am not pleased. This phone call was so heinous, ridiculous. Monique is sitting here bullying Tyler being so nasty and I was lost from the first beginning of the phone call when you sat here and told this grown billionaire man with all of his accomplishments that you would rather speak to his alter ego who is Medea. It was so disrespectful. She called him a nigga. She was just talking to him like she was talking to somebody on the street. She was so ratchet that she make me say screet what a kid child. And I'm tired of it. I know y'all probably tired of hearing me talk about Monique. So I'm going to, I can't say that. I was going to say this is the last time I'm going to say a Monique, any of that. But I can't say that because the situation got me right now. This is what I want to say. And I mean it. There are two sides to every story, of course. But one of the ways that business owners and the boss man gets burned is when the employee doesn't know their place. What did, um, was it Stone Cold Steve Austin? It could have been The Rock. Why did him used to say, know your role and shut your mouth? It was Stone Cold. I had liked that white man. When he used to drink that beer off of us, I was like, ooh, I think I like white mans. But I didn't say it out loud, child. My family would have. That's not what we're talking about right now. Get back in here, let's talk. Stay on subject. Stay on subject. This is the Be Myself and I podcast. I'm your host, BB, and I can't stop talking about this Monique stuff. But you know what? Let's just take a commercial break, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm about to eat her up. I'm not going to lie. I'ma have to eat her up like how she made Precious do on that movie. Y'all already know. It's the Be Myself and I podcast with the inimitable, original, the unmesswittable BB. And I don't have time to sit around here arguing with y'all, so go ahead and drop my beat. Oh. and Cuts was developed in 2011 to show the fashion industry what can be done with two tools, a sewing machine and a pair of hands. They are a unique business offering a range of services, including personal custom styling, wardrobe organization, and now they even got their hand in furniture upholstery. Go to cuffsandcutsco.com to see what this company is offering in the way of fashion child yes that is c-u-f-f-s-a-n-d-c-u-t-s-c-o dot com and make sure you buy up a bunch of fashion from them boy okay picture perfect teeth whitening and cosmetics offers teeth whitening services and more get lashes installed and lip lightening for the gangster gals and make sure you stop by the accessory counter on your way out because you're gonna need a new earring or something to go with them white teeth 2107 nad road north charleston south carolina that's the address picture perfect teeth whitening and cosmetics and i got to tell you to look alive look alive We on season five.
It's season five of the Be Myself and I podcast. I'm so excited to keep on talking to you about self-improvement, what's going on in the world, what's going on in my world, what's going on in your world. Let's go. It's the Be Myself and I podcast. On Be Myself and I, we like to drop nuggets. A nugget is a little something you could use, a little word, a little something in your ears, a little something in your head. A little something that you might be able to take and apply to your life, whether it's a bit of wisdom or instruction. And you know the Bible say only fools despise that. Now listen up for this nugget. cousins we're back i had to take a commercial break because i'm really gonna go in on this girl for real and um so let's just go straight to it let's go straight to it the conversation with tyler perry i wanted to hear this conversation because monique continued to mention this conversation when she was on the club shay shay show with shannon sharp and i was lucky enough to hear it Yeah, my opinion hasn't changed. My opinion, I just stood 10 tools in it now. I'm convicted. This woman deserves exactly what she got. This woman talked herself out of the money that she wanted to get. And if you listen to the phone conversation between her, Tyler Perry, and her husband, then you would find that, number one, she was just rude and disrespectful to this man. It was ridiculous. But number two, Tyler Perry was trying to just shut this thing down and pay her. I decided to peruse the comments underneath the particular recording I watched on YouTube, and somebody made a comment that struck me, where they said, honestly, good job to Tyler Perry for staying on the phone with these people this long. Anybody else of his caliber would have just slid them to his lawyers. At the end of the day, there was a contract in place. The same way you decided that going to promote further was outside of your contract, paying you more money was outside of your contract too. But it's okay for you to follow the contractual agreement, but not for them to follow it. These people accepted the money that was given. They did. Tyler probably paid her on the scale that he pays his actors not being a lion's gate. Okay, he's Tyler Perry's studio. He's not Lionsgate. But the money don't even matter no more when you got a grown woman talking down to a grown man. When you got a grown woman sitting here asserting to the world that her husband is some kind of super prize when he's just not. And I wonder if you never get this money or you never get these rules again if he'll still be there. Or if he will find another big gal with low self-esteem that he can go ahead and use. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I know it's nasty. If y'all know one thing I said on yet on the last episode was that I don't acknowledge any of the things that her son came out and said. Because at the end of the day, you talking, you speaking out and against your mother, that's never going to be cute to me. I don't deny that he might have some valid opinions about her, but I'm just saying since that's your mother and you only get one, just stay out of it. 
If you can't say nothing nice, this is when you don't say nothing at all. If you don't have a relationship with her, then what's the point of you trying to go viral off of talking spit about her? I didn't. I saw a lot of stuff with the son saying this, and I know a lot of bloggers picked up the son's stuff and his his uh, live. He went live, but I ain't even want to hear none of that stuff because at the end of the day, just because I believe Monique is wrong. I still don't want to hear your son slander you. You you clearly are a, every probably bit of the witch that he wants to portray you as. But I don't want to hear that. Because the Bible had said, Honor thy father and thy mother so that thy days be long upon the land. And that's all I came out as it relates to that. Yet, I started talking about how this situation between Monique and Tyler Perry is really heinous simply for the fact that for her to start off jumping out the gate insulting this man you want to talk to Medea because you don't want to talk to Tyler Perry and he laughed and she even you know noted that he laughed he laughed because you are being so grossly disrespectful right now and you don't even see that and as somebody who has worked with employees and different people who did not understand their role in the situation i understand exactly what he's going through at the end of the day these employees just give me my body never mind your attitude oh that shouldn't it does though and that's the problem that we're having in a society where people think i can talk to you any kind of way I could be rude, I could be disrespectful, I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be I could be anything you don't like. <laughs> Y'all know I like that little song from I heard it on TikTok at first, but what I'm trying to make is we're in a situation where people think it's okay to talk to each other any kind of way and then make demands. I myself had a situation with an employee that I employed to clean some houses because I was out of state and I got some calls and they needed to clean the houses. And I sent this gal to these houses to clean them and she was nasty, she was rude, she didn't do a good job. And then when she was done, she immediately began harassing me for her pay. This is what people really be doing out here. I've experienced it multiple times. I've had somebody show up to a cleaning so late that they essentially cost me my other job because I had to finally just go because you're so late and not showing up that I have to go in your place and start working while I'm waiting on you to show up. This employee finally showed up, refused to do certain tasks, wouldn't do them at all. And then when we left, they immediately started demanding their money, their money, their money. Like, I've had this experience more than once. This is the way that people behave. And then she got real nasty with me. I love when they do this. They get nasty. First, you're nastily demand. Girl, the invoice. I ain't even sent the invoice to the customer yet. That's not my problem. You got to pay me out your money. Like, I've had people be fool, And I used to do that. I would pay people out my own money and then wait for my invoice. But a couple times I didn't get my pay. So I stopped doing that. Y'all ain't getting paid till I get paid. Because I lose when I pay y'all out my Comcast check. But I never get my pay for the cleaning job. Oh, because you didn't do a good job and they don't want to pay the invoice. But I done paid you out my own hard-earned money. These are the parts of running a business and being the boss that a lot of people won't share and talk about. But I will. I will. And at the end of the day, 
Business owners continue to get burned when employees don't know their place. These people don't be knowing their place. And they think that it's okay to talk to people all kind of way, be nasty, be rude, and then turn around and say, I'm going to demand payment. And it's wrong. It's dead wrong. You're not going to talk to me all kind of way and then turn around and demand to be paid after you talk to me like I was a dog. You're really not. When I say employees don't know their place, I mean they don't. When you listen to that phone conversation with Monique and Tyler Perry, sis is talking to this billionaire who created how many plays? I'm going to Google it right now. How many plays did Tyler Perry even create before he got these movie deals? The mastermind behind 24 feature films and 20 stage plays, 17 TV shows, two New York Times best-selling books. Tyler has built an empire that has attracted audiences and built communities from the Tyler Perry Studios home base in Atlanta throughout the world. Come on. So what I'm saying is... This is the director. Now her husband said, you like the direct, but right now I want you to just answer my question. He don't got to answer none of y'all funky, raggedy questions. You money-hungry, nasty people. They're nasty. And I just, I am totally 100% on Tyler Perry's side. I didn't deserve a dime. And at the end of the day, just like another one of those comments said, if... He, she was out of contract, then she would have sued them. She can't sue them because her contract stated and she signed it and accepted it that 50K was enough to do the role. Now you want to turn around and change your mind. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. But what I'm getting at is Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry has 24 films, 20 plays, 17 TV shows, Two best-selling books. What do you have, Monique? You got one Oscar from the movie, but now you can't ever get one again because of your funky attitude. Let's see what else Monique got. Let's see Monique's accomplishments. Because, listen, I'm not trying to, you know, compare people or be nasty, but at the end of the day, to know your role, you have to know what you are working with. You have to know what you have to bring to the table. You're an actor. Okay, guess what? You come a dime a dozen in this industry. I, Tyler Perry, am a playwright, a director, an author. You're not knowing your role. And you want to bully everybody into giving you what you want. And it's not right. This is like a snake and a dragon. I'm sorry. In Tyler Perry's world, you're the help. Who wants to put up with help that complains and bites and curses and wants all of this respect, respect, when they, that they don't deserve? You took a little Ozempic so that husband could deal with you, and now you think you're going to talk to people all kind of way. It's wrong. Monique has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 movies where she was an actor. Nope, there's more. Excuse me. Oh, hold up. I'm going to have to eat all my words. Monique has a lot going on. She was on The King of Fighters, 
why we laugh. Proud Family. I didn't know she did Proud Family. A Nip Tuck episode. A movie called Steppin'. So it looks like she may have been in more movies than Tyler Perry directed. But what I will say, because I'm still stuck on my guns, been in, first of all, she's she she's able to put almost Christmas in there. Um, or Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Or the, you know, these a lot of these movies she had a very small part in is what I'm getting at. Tyler Perry created 24 films and 20 plays. He is the person that creates the roles that you would then need to act. So when I say know your role, you're the employee and this is the boss. And what boss with any good sense wants to go outside of their contractual agreement with you to give you more money when you don't even have respect for them? My final take on this Monique thing is to hell with her. She's rude, she's disrespectful, she complains, and I see exactly why she was blackballed, and I believe she deserved it. People do get blackballed, and they don't deserve it. But something that Cat Williams said on his interview with Shannon Sharp, is he pointed out how he's been blackballed, he's been called names, and it has never stopped him. So what I'm getting at is that really helped me, and I prayed on that too, because... I've been blackballed, I've been shut out, I've been said that, it's been said that I'm this and I'm that and don't work with me and I'm nasty and I'm this and that all because I want to be paid fairly. Like, but the people who tried to blackball me are people who did not pay me at all and then want to turn around. And so if anybody who wants to agree with them for using me and not paying me at all, I don't care. But Cat Williams helped me see that you could get blackballed, but if you're righteous and you ain't did nothing wrong, God gonna spin that block for you. And he has spun the block for me again and again, and he's in the process of spinning it for me right now. So I'm glad for that because that helps me a little bit because if I know that, then I gotta stop losing my head because I lost my head today a little bit. I did. But anyway, that's enough of this Monique talk because I'm gonna punch her in the face. <laughs> I guess I don't like her. I never thought she was that funny. There I said it. Even when she did the Queens of Comedy, I was like, if she laughs one more time, it's one thing to laugh as a comedian. You can a little bit, but I feel like it's an extra little bit of talent to get in your role and not laugh. But my thing is, you're, laugh, you're laughing out loud at your own joke that wasn't even worth that level of laughter but it shows that she kind of has these illusions of grandeur and she has a very big head and so no monique is 56 years old oh lord she's a sag of course she is why are we like this <laughs> i heard y'all monique is a sagittarius she was born on december 11th 1967 i gotta see this and I hate to say it, but I'm going to just go ahead and say it. And I know people about to be mad at me. If the Sagittarius is born anytime after any Sagittarius with double digits in their birth date, don't mess with them. I'm just saying that the only Sagittarius that are worth a darn are the late November, early December Sagittarius. After December 9th, forget about it. That's what I learned, y'all. And I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. 
After December the 9th, forget. These niggas turn completely the other way. Self-righteous, can't be wrong. You can't speak against them. I know some Sages on the 12th. I know, And just, just so caught up in being right that you can't even tell them they wrong. Or they, like, no, they hate you forever. I used to be really good friends with a fellow Sag. That's why I thought we were friends. We're both Sagittarius. But she was a week younger than me. So she's a double digit. And it was crazy how completely different we were in personality as both being, you know, the fun-loving Sagittarius. And I would argue that she didn't display very many of the Sagittarius characteristics at all. And so that's why I say, listen, after December 9th, the rest of them Sagittarius is trash, bruh. I just found out Monique is a Sag. I don't like that. I don't like it. I want to tell you about one of the best boutiques in the North Charleston area located off of Ashley Phosphate Road, and that's Bell Red. Bell Red is a store with clothes galore that's also known as a dress shop. If you walk up in there looking tear off, you can walk out looking like a boss. Located at 3316 Ashley Phosphate Road in North Charleston, 29418, go to Bell Red and get some fashions. You are now listening to Be Myself and I. I'm BB. Get any less talk. Man, I don't never got no money. And I'm tired of that. No, I'm tired of that. Hats off to the people who knew I'm from high school to go ahead and get a tree. Is it me? Or do y'all feel like the people who went ahead and did hair, cut hair, um, cosmetology, them girls who had gone to Garrett, if you from Charleston, South Carolina, if you know, you know. Like, it seemed like the people who, like, went straight to work are the ones that's really making the money. They tricked us. They tricked us. They told us to go to college for four years and prolong your entry into the workforce by getting an education because the education was all bullshit. And look how we all ended up just sitting here trying to be influencers. Now we're all just trying to be influencers because we already listened to them. We went to college, child. We got the education, child. We found a job in our field, perhaps. Perhaps we found a job outside our field, but we thought, hey, this is us. This is me right here. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to learn how to sell these history books. I'm going to learn how to market these history books. I'm going to learn how to communicate with people all over the country at this job that I got with my beautiful, big, big College of Charleston degree. Now look at us. Everybody want to be famous because we need some money. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. I don't ever got no money. I get up and I just be like, all right, what am I going to do with my day? And I'm looking around, but I'm like, but I don't got no money. Like... <laughs> Okay, well, you know, I think I'll take myself to lunch. Hold up. They're going to run me about $50, $60, and I, <gasps> I don't got nobody. And it's rough out here for a pimp. It's hard. It's very hard. And I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't understand exactly <laughs> how I'm supposed to survive in this world. And they make it so hard to keep money. I filed my taxes yesterday and I have feel like so stupid and broke down filing these taxes. Like I have been like stressing myself out for several weeks behind this, these little four figures that they trying to send me. And 
These four figures, listen, these four figures just got me in my feelings. I just found out that my first round trying to file got rejected. I got to start over. I don't got to start over, but I got to go figure out what he rejected my shit for. <sighs> I'm struggling is all I'm seeing. That's what I'm trying to say to you now. And the thing I had to realize when I was in a really bad uh, mental state is that it's really no need to stress about these money struggles and stuff. It's no need to stress about these money struggles and stuff because I have them whether I'm stressing or whether I'm not. That's the way the game was designed, right? Like, we're not all designed to be millionaires. Some of us have to be real comfortable at 1,000 years. And I'll tell you, I would be comfortable at 1,000 years, but I need six figure, man, not five. These five figures that I be trying to pull in every year, you know, it's not doing me no good. I ain't feeling it. I'm not feeling it no more. I want to be rich as hell. And I just don't want to um, not be. So for the most part, I'm tired. That's what I'm saying to you now. I'm tired. I'm, I'm just very tired. Um, I don't ever got no money. And I be wanting to do stuff with money. And, and I don't ever have none. It's like, oh, well, this bill. Oh, well, this. Oh, well. Uh. It's something I don't like about Georgia while I'm complaining for a second. Um, Georgia has a separate company for your gas and a separate company for your electricity. And that threw me for a loop because both is high as hell. It's running me somewhere around four or $500 to have electricity and heat my water and home and cook on a, on a gas stove, child. I'm a little in shock about the price to do these things. Like, my rent is kind of average for, you know, society across the board, which it blows my mind that, you know, over $1,000 would be average rent. <sighs> What's going on, y'all? The thing about the life and, and the world getting more expensive and all this inflation is ain't nothing really changing, though. Like, I still feel about the same. Um, anything that I feel better about is because I did the work, so why am I not getting the more and more money? It's very frustrating out here when you're working and you're not getting what you feel like your dues are because that's a lot of people's story. There are so many people who are frustrated and not just in this industry of art. One thing that Monique interview did for me is it helped me realize that, like, you know, she complaining about stuff that we all go through. It's just that we don't go through it publicly or we don't go through it on this worldwide platform because it's a different field. But the only reason why she's going through that on this public worldwide platform is because she that's what her job entails. Her job entails public and worldwide and cameras and glitch. She's an actor. She's an actor. So... That's the only reason why, you know, we're seeing it. But it's like, baby, you're complaining about something that the whole community has been struggling with at our regular jobs. We're all frustrated. We all feel like we do more work than we get paid for. It's not even that we do more work than we get paid for. Can I tell you the truth? I don't even think it's, just, it's not that people not making enough money. It's not that people are not making enough money. It's that the price for everything is way too expensive. It's ridiculous. When I was still on TikTok, there were plenty of people, couples even, going on and on about how we both make 
40 to 50k a year so combined we're at 80k we're at 120k a year combined and we are scraping by this is a worldwide phenomenon food scarcity started coming up headlining since a year ago people are struggling to live but we still got to work hard. We still got to bust out behind. We still got to put in that time day in, day out, every day. Make something happen, child. And it's hard. And so it bothers me when I hear some people that are a little bit privileged complaining. And I'm talking about myself. I'm actually talking about myself. I realize what a privilege it is in the field that I chose. And that's what I feel like Monique is not getting. As who chose this field of entertainment, it is actually a privilege to be seen by everyone, to get all this extra love from people who don't even know you nor really have a real reason to care about what you got going on. It's a privilege to be chosen by God, to represent him, to show his glory. It's a privilege. For we know that in all things, <laughs> all things work for the good of those who love the Lord. And I love him. How Whitney say, I love the Lord. And my Whitney Houston voice, y'all know I can't, can't do it. I'm a little scraggly this morning, too. I've been smirking a little bit last night. So my voice is a little, uh, uh, but I'm trying to work through it. I, I had no coffee yet, so I'm going to do that soon. However, I just wanted to give y'all a little pep talk. It's hard. Everybody out here broke. If they ain't broke, then they out here, you know, getting it, and they're busting their ass. And some of us are broke and busting our ass. But again, what is broke? I don't believe in broke anyway. Broke is not to me a, a empty pocket or empty pockets, plural. Broke to me is a broken spirit. And the point I was making a little earlier is when my spirit was broken, I was broke. But I'm still broke, but my spirit ain't broken right now. So I'm wealthy and I don't feel broken. I don't feel like I have less than and I now realize and thank God for the privilege it is to be in my position and I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit being in my position child I get up when I want to I go do the things I want to do I have a cleaning uh, you know I have at least one or two cleanings on the books for the week I'm guaranteed I'm going to make you know $600 at least for the week and then I'm going to turn around and do other things that generate money I do put in the hours where I bust my behind day out, day in. I make videos, I edit, I talk on the phone, I work on websites. I'm filing my taxes right now. got me just boggled down. But I work for myself. I'm self-employed with these businesses, and I don't go punch nobody clock. That is a privilege. That's a way to live. Yeah, I still struggle to get things paid sometimes, and I go through that, and we're getting those things ironed out because... Ultimately, we need to generate some more money. However, I'm comfortable. I'm happy. And this is what's right for me. See, my God knew what was right for me to let me be self-employed because I do struggle with mental illness. And I do wake up some days and all I want to do is put my head under the blanket and cry. It's depression. It's, you know, all of these things that I'm battling. It's grief. It's, you know, extreme grief. If I could say, what am I really suffering from? Extreme grief. Oh, things I can't change. But somehow God still puts a joy in my heart every day. Even though I don't have my mama. Even though 
my baby daddy gone. Even though I've lost all these people, even though I lost my hometown, the happiest place I was, even though I have had loss after loss and failure after failure, God still put a rainbow in the sky for me. And I wake up and some days, yeah, I cry. And when I'm really in a low state of depression, those days are more frequent. However, overall, <laughs> I've had my good days. And I've had some weary days. Hey, but when I Look around, I won't complain. I won't complain because God loves me. He favors me because I'm chosen. Because he gave me a voice and a platform and all of these people that I touch daily just by telling them something I know about him. I can't complain because he has opened so many doors for me. And when doors have shut, he has turned a key that busts them thing wide open. I can't complain because I've offended people. I've pissed people off. I've cursed people out. I've fought people. I've been in it with some folks. But I turned around and I went to my God and I said, Lord, I am sorry. I repent. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? And I might have asked some of them people to forgive me. And I might have known. But ultimately, God knows me. He knows my name. And I'm just so glad that he walked with me, talked with me, called me friend. At the end of the day, he hard out here for everybody. And that's what makes that relationship with him so important. Because without that, listen, I would be dead. And I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. Child, I'm mad in it. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the Be Myself and I podcast, child. I promise I'm going to leave this subject alone. Maybe. Maybe. But if you just can't get enough, make sure you scroll on down, child. The Be Myself and I podcast already has over 100 episodes. So if you're new here, grab your popcorn and go on back two years down and listen to some of these episodes. I may even be re-releasing some episodes that I have pulled from the show just for fun. So please make sure you come back and give me a listen. Go to my YouTube, BBTV, and hit that like, follow, subscribe for me real quick. If you're looking for the original BB, that's me. You can find me on Instagram at the original BB. And you can also find me on Facebook, BB, and um, all that stuff. I love you, and I can't wait to talk to you again, child. Bye.